Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, we are back here on The Ohioan with Rachel Coyle from How Things Work at the Ohio State House. Rachel, how are you today? I'm all right. How are you? Fantastic. Well, we've said this, and it, it sounds trite after a while, but it's true. Uh, it's a very, very, very busy season for everyone down there at the Ohio State House. Um, you know, you mentioned a bunch of things going on. I wanted to focus on the death penalty. I thought that was interesting. Um, it's something that probably with everything going on in the state house, probably isn't the most crucial topic, but it's a topic that's of interest. And you said that it was the subject of some legislation. What are you hearing about that now? Yes, it's very interesting, actually. this There have been several attempts to end the death penalty in Ohio the last few years. Mm-hmm. But this year, there is a big bipartisan effort that actually looks like it might pass. Uh, oh, wow death penalty in Ohio. It's Democrats and Republicans this time, headed up by Senator Antonio, who's a Democrat, but she has several Republicans on the bills with her who are have changed their mind on the death penalty over the last few years. And it's been really interesting to watch the transition of this bill. Um, so the bill has not been introduced yet. We don't have a number for you, but they did a big press conference this week to announce that this would be happening. And it would make Ohio probably the 24th, uh, Virginia is probably going to beat us to the punch to be the 23rd. So Ohio would probably be the 24th state to ban the death penalty if this happens. And Ohio is a unique state because I'm not sure if the wines come out in opposition to death penalty, but he has postponed some executions saying, hey, we have to research this more. So he definitely, he sounds maybe neutral. Maybe he's not totally for it, but totally against that. Have you heard anything else about where he's at about just the death penalty in general? Yeah, Ohio has not executed anyone since 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, the governor is not, he's not expressed a personal opinion either way on the issue, but he has not been shown any interest in executing folks by lethal injection anymore because we had issues with getting the drugs and with the drugs not working in some other states. Um, and so the governor has definitely expressed his concern about at least that part of it. So that's why they've been, you know, largely on hold for the last couple of years. Where, um, where do you think the change in opinion came from Republicans? Because it used to be kind of a down the line issue. If you're one side, you're for it. If you're never side, you're against it. it. It's definitely interesting to see if there's some change. Uh, have you heard what the change is? Like where Republicans citing as, why they would be interested in you know supporting this? There's a couple different things. One of the reasons, honestly, is money. You know, it's very yeah. 
expensive to execute people and it's more expensive to execute them than to keep them in jail for life without parole. Uh, and so we know that there is a financial you know, tax dollar benefit to ending the death penalty. They also, there's a lot of um, Republicans, especially the ones who've been up there with Senator Antonio, saying that because they are pro-life, you know, they've come around on this issue as a life issue, as a you know, religious belief tells them that it's not humans' uh, right to, to execute another human being. So there's been definitely some of that as well. And then public opinion also has started to move in the direction of ending the death penalty. Um, there was a recent poll that the ACLU was part of that showed that 54% of Ohioans want to move uh, from the death penalty to life without parole. And those numbers actually went up to almost 60% after they were given a little bit more information about the issue overall. So there's the majority of Ohioans already are thinking that they're against the death penalty. And then the more information they get, the more they feel that way. Well, and that's an interesting study because it hasn't been backed by anything. It's just a stereotype that people say. They're like, oh, we got to give this guy the death penalty because we don't want him to be costing taxpayers money by rotting in jail someplace. But you're saying that the study actually shows reverse, saying, look, if you're just worried about the tax dollars, you're spending more money if, you know, person X stays in jail for 60 years. Is that what you're hearing? Yes. And they've got, so most of these studies we have come out of individual states. Mm. Uh, so for example, uh, in, in Kansas, the death penalty cost with the trials and, you know, the appeals mm. and everything costs about $400,000 per case, but it only costs about a hundred thousand dollars to just keep folks on death row. Um, wow. in Texas, oh. okay. Yeah. In Texas, it's about three times uh, the cost of keeping someone in, in jail for life um, to actually execute them. So we know that there's literally millions of dollars on the line here that could be saved if they ended the death penalty. And I hear some states are like, well, bring back the firing squad. Thankfully, it doesn't seem like Ohio seems interested in maybe a more harsher solution, I have for lack of a better term, I guess. <laughs> yes, uh, it seems that you know the argument that life without parole, so literally knowing that you're going to be spending the rest of your life in prison, uh, seems like a pretty good punishment to, to a lot of these Republicans who've come on board recently. Good, good. So it's not for sure, but it seems to be very possible that there's by, I mean, you said there's bipartisan support, but there's some question about if the votes are there, right? Yes, um, there are, I believe Senator Antonio has about four Republicans who've already agreed to not only vote for the bill, but sign on to it, put their names wow. on the bill, which is a huge wow. deal. That's a lot of Republicans. Yeah, uh, yeah. So whenever you see that many Republicans agreeing to sign on to a Democratic bill, there is a really high likelihood that there are even more out there who would be willing to vote for it if it got to the chamber in front of them. So it's a it's a pretty good indicator that it could actually happen this time. And help us out for those who, and I'm kind of blanking on what the process would be like. Say it passes, it goes to DeWine, say DeWine vetoes it for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Can his veto be overruled with this particular bill? Yes, there are enough Republicans at the state house in both chambers, the House and the Senate, that they have a supermajority. So mm -hmm. they can overrule, override any of the governor's vetoes uh, if okay. they want. So that would take obviously more of them. It would take more votes to override, but it is, it's an option. 
Okay. But it sounds like, again, I, we don't want to speak for the governor because the governor has officially said, but it seems like he's giving indications that he has at least questions in his mind about where the death penalty is at. I mean, I, I, I think based on his actions, it'd be hard to say, oh, he's definitely for it based on the fact he said, hey, we need to do more research before we move forward. So, okay. I imagine that if it came to him, he would sign it. I, okay. He's kind of given that indicator. Um, just based on the fact that we haven't had an execution in so long and that he's expressed concerns about the way it's done. Now, timeline, obviously, someone could try to delay it. I mean, you know, these bills aren't necessarily like if you introduce it tomorrow, it's only two weeks. It could be two years. But it mm -hmm. sounds like the hope would be maybe something gets decided maybe, what, summer, maybe? Just a general timeline? Well, because this year is so busy with the budget and with yeah. the restricting, it, so the bill would have to be passed by the end of 2022 or else they'd have to start over. But I think oh, they probably, okay. they're probably going to, uh, I imagine at least, wait until early 2022 to get it done. But, okay. you know, I mean, they could do it next week if they felt like it. Right. And that's interesting, too. Like, I'm thinking about anybody out there who says, wow, I've got a loved one on death row. What does this mean for a friend on death row? But it sounds like as long as the wine's governor, at least the execution would be postponed. So it's not like, you know, if something doesn't get passed in 2022. I mean, I'm thinking with the way that things are going right now, we're probably not going to see any, any executions either way in Ohio in 2022 anyway, I'd imagine, right? Probably not, unless something yeah. would change. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. So, all right. Well, we'll, we'll definitely keep track on that. Um, I know, and I'm briefly going to mention this at the end because um, the governor's actually we're recording this late Thursday afternoon. The governor's doing a press conference at 530. Um, let's, let me say really quick, I, I think it's reassuring for the public with this COVID. Um, Texas and Mississippi made some um, pronouncements saying, hey, band-aids are gone, you know, uh, limits are gone, everything else. I, I kind of like the fact that the governor is dipping his toe in the water where he's saying, okay, let's test and see where we're at without just totally taking everything away. Uh, does that sound reassuring at least? Or I just very much hope Ohio does not follow Texas's lead of just ending right. everything. That does not feel, in my opinion, like what we should be doing. So hopefully that's not where we're headed tonight. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like it. I know a dispatch uh, wrote a story yesterday where the governor's like, no, we're staying the course. We're not being like Texas and Mississippi. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining that tonight, I would be shocked. I'll put that way. And that's the danger of talking about half hour before it happens, because you never know it might happen. But 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 it's gotta be at least reassuring. Uh, do you agree with the whole idea of like dipping a toe in to say, hey, let's gradually roll them back, make sure nothing bad happens before we do any more? I mean, it sounds like Ohio's trying to open up a little bit, but at least very slowly, which is reassuring at least to me. <clears throat> right, and there's safe ways to reopen, you know, like reopen right. event venues, but have folks wear masks for a while. That yeah. kind of thing uh, that keeps people safe while letting businesses stay open. There's there's a there's a happy medium that we could reach instead of just opening everything with no rules at all. Well, yeah, like like the Blue Jackets, they had 10% mm -hmm. of their first game back. I'm thinking that the next game, it might be Thursday or Friday, they're advancing to 25%, which is what they're allowed to by statewide. But my understanding is everyone's wearing masks, they're spaced out, and, and we'll see. Like I said, I'm not sure if I'm ready to go back to the game yet, but yeah, I'm, at least, I'm at least encouraged that we're dipping the toe in without going crazy. Like and it is, you know, I'm starting to know people who are getting vaccinated. So that that's real. It's starting to feel like we actually have a light at yeah. the end of this tunnel. 
So if everybody can just hold in there a little bit longer, we'll we'll get to reopen all everything eventually here soon. Well, the encouragement out there, and you know, I know there's different opinions on vaccinate vaccinations, everything, but just read the accurate information. Don't read what you know. Aunt Sue or Uncle John is yelling about on Facebook, you know, try to get the accurate information and make a decision for yourself. Um, you know, that's the best thing we can suggest. So, all right. Uh, great. If you're looking for a link, there's uh, vaccine.coronavirus.ohio.gov. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is a great source of information for not only why the vaccine is, you know, so trusted by scientists and, and, and everyone who's been telling us in the government, uh, but also where you can get one yourself. And I think right now, too, we're to the point where enough people are starting to get the vaccines. We're in your personal life. You mm -hmm. know somebody who has a vaccine. Like my wife, she's a teacher in the area. She had her vaccine. She had her second shot. And it, it's good because you see how she reacts. You can ask her questions and everything. And again, not all of them don't go this exact same way, but at least you get an educated opinion back. And again, this is someone who actually had the vaccine, not someone who says, hey, I think they're all bad or whatever. You know, talk to people who know what they're doing. So it should be good. My parents right. got both of theirs today and it was great. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I am hoping for the Johnson Johnson. I wonder what the one shot's like. <laughs> I, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not anti-that. I just don't like shots. Yeah. So I'm hoping for... Uh, I hear that they're developing a nasal spray. I'm not sure if that's <laughs> true or just a rumor. I mean, I would even put on pizza and just eat the vaccine or something. I mean, I just don't want to, you know, Maybe. a shot. But, but hey, to be safe, you know, that's something we definitely need to do. Mm -hmm. Well, Rachel, as always, thank you for the time. Hang on for a second afterwards. And, again, everyone, thanks for checking out the Ohioan. Um, subscribe and uh, check our sponsors and tell your friends. Have a great day. Bye-bye.